Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. I am your host, Jillian Arnold. Thursday. <laughs> you guys will be listening to it on Tuesday, though. Um, so I guess happy Tuesday. <laughs> I can't believe that we are currently, as I'm recording this, one week away from Thanksgiving. Whew, this month is flying by, and I am kind of okay with that because, as I mentioned in my last episode, Roman will be starting on his new medication at the end of the month. So we are getting really amped up for that. I, uh, it just seems so surreal. Like, I feel like the moment I actually give it to him and push it through his G-tube, it's just going to feel incredible. (laughs) Like all of the really, really hard work and advocating that we've done over the past year, year and a half to get this drug is just all coming to fruition and it has been all worth it. So that's why I'm okay with this month flying by because sooner we get to the end of the month, the sooner we can start him on these meds. Sorry, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Okay, so um, filling you in on what's been happening over here this week. I finally did it after after two years of two kids with G-tubes. We've never had a button get pulled out or fallen out um, until the other day. <laughs> and it was none other than moi who um, accidentally pulled Stella's button out. And it's the first time that that's happened and it was a little... I got a little flustered, uh, mostly because we were already rushing to get out of the house to, to take them to aquatic therapy. And I had stroller or, oh my God, I can't talk. I had Stella in her stroller ready to go and we were getting Roman all situated and Stella pooped. So I told our nurse, I was like, oh, I'll just go change her real quick while you finish getting Roman ready. So I pick Stella up out of her chair really quickly. I usually check to make sure that the her extension isn't like caught on anything before I pick her up, but we were just in such a rush. I just picked her up and of course her extension was like caught in the side of her chair and it just ripped that little button right on out. Um, she didn't cry or anything. Like I don't even know if she felt it come out. I like didn't even realize it was out until I laid her down down on the changing table and her shirt was all wet. And I was like, what the heck? So I lifted up her shirt and her button was out and I yelled for our nurse to come in and just sit with her while I searched our house frantically looking for her backup button, which we always keep backups in their closets. And for some reason, hers wasn't in the closet. Of course, the one time that I actually needed it. Um, so I quickly, I knew where Roman's backup was. So I grabbed his backup button 
because I was so nervous about her stoma closing up. And for those of you who aren't familiar with um, G-tubes, just to give you a little background, if a child's G-tube button falls out, you have a very limited amount of time to replace it before the stoma closes up. And that would require a whole nother surgery to basically place the G-tube button again. So it's like a race against the clock if it, if it falls out. So I grabbed one of Roman's because I saw it and I didn't want her stoma to close up. So his is a little bigger like his button size is a little bigger than Stella's, but I just stuck it in there anyways while I kept looking for hers, uh, which I ended up finding in our garage. Why they were in the garage, I have no idea. I can't tell you that. But the important thing is that I found them. So I ended up replacing her button. Everything was fine. There was a little like bleeding, but really not that much. Like her sight looks perfectly fine today. Um... But yeah, it was definitely a little stressful and Stella was getting very agitated because me and her nurse were in there and we were changing her G-tube button, changing her poopy diaper and changing her clothes like all at the same time. It was it was a sight to be seen and she was like, oh my God, stop messing with me. You guys are messing with like every part of me right now. Um, but yeah, so that was a very stressful situation. My uh, piece of advice for anyone out there that has kids with G-tubes is to always have a backup button handy. Um, after this little escapade, I think I think we're just going to start keeping our set of backup buttons in the van. That way we always know where they are and we have them with us at home if we needed them or vice versa, like if, if we were out and about and it popped out for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a fun, fun day. We did make it to aquatic therapy. Um, but Stella was, she lasted like 10 minutes in the water. She looked happy for about 10 minutes and then she just started like whining and crying. And I think she's still kind of getting over whatever, virus they had she just hasn't quite been herself the past like week or so um so yeah it was a stressful day to say the least (laughs) okay guys so usually when i record these episodes Sometimes I sit down and record the whole thing in one shot, but I have two kids. (laughs) Obviously, you guys know that. Um, And things are just always coming up. So most of the time I am able to record about half of an episode and then I got to go do something. And then it might be a few more days before I get around to recording the other half. This is one of those times. Um... As I'm recording this now, it is Sunday evening. Um, I don't remember why I had to stop recording on Thursday, to be honest with you, but it's taken a few days to get back to it. And we've had some shit happen within those 
few days. And I, I thought I knew what I wanted to talk about on this episode. And now I'm thinking I'm going to change it up because I've been thinking a lot today about, um, how as special needs parents or parents of kids with like profound, uh, medical needs, I, I feel like we are always wanting to be in control of, of our children's health. And I I know with me, a lot of times I feel so out of control when it comes to their health, that things that I can control, I try my absolute hardest to. Uh, does that make sense? <laughs> Let me just fill you guys in on what what has uh, transpired here. So uh, last night, my husband started feeling not so great. Um, he got out of bed at like 11 and um, he came and woke me up at about 2 a.m. and was like, I just tested positive for COVID. And we have been some, somehow we've managed to go the past almost three years without bringing COVID into our house. Um, and I thought for a second, like maybe, maybe we won't get it. Maybe we have some weird, like super immunity to it, (laughs) even though we've never had it. Um, my, my husband and I are both fully vaxxed and boosted and, Luckily, Roman and Stella are fully vaxxed as well. Um, but we have been, I want to say like the first two years of COVID, we were taking things like very seriously. You know, we'd put the kids in like their little COVID bubbles when we had to go to the hospital or doctor's appointments. And we still do do that occasionally. Um And we started having people take their shoes off when they come into our house. Yes, we've turned into those annoying people. Um, But we, I just feel like we were, we have taken every single precaution um, to, to limit our kids' exposure to getting COVID. And my husband works, so he's the general manager of two restaurants right now. Um, and so he's obviously like in the public every single time he works pretty much. So it's honestly pretty amazing that he hasn't gotten COVID <laughs> until now when I really think about it, just because he's around so many people every day. Um, but my husband took it really, really seriously too. I mean, he was like terrified of bringing COVID into our house and potentially getting our kids sick. He's like, if I brought it in, like I, I could never forgive myself if Roman and Stella got sick and ended up in the hospital, God forbid. So he actually, uh, wore a mask at work really up until like recently. He, he recently stopped. Um, but I'm telling you guys all this because I feel like at a certain point, we need to recognize that things are just out of our control. 
if you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. I mean, I feel like I've done my duty as, as a parent to my kids um, and have taken those precautions all this time. I feel like now if if they were to get it, they're in a better spot health-wise um, than they would have been two years ago when this first came out. And, you know, they're they're vaccinated now. Um, Stella has been on her infusions for over a year now. Roman's been on them for two years now. And those have really helped their lungs. Um, so it's like, it's still really scary when they get sick and I still get, I just have a lot of PTSD, I think, from like past illnesses where we've ended up in the hospital with respiratory issues. Um, but I know now that they are in a better spot as far as that goes um, and they can handle their sicknesses a little better now as far as like their lungs go. But I know as a parent of two medically complex kids living with a life-limiting genetic disease, I, like I was saying, I feel so out of control when it comes to this disease and what it's doing to my children's bodies and brains. In a lot of ways, I feel very helpless so to make up for that, I'm going to do everything possible to get them access to treatments and to prevent them from getting sick. And you can do all of that preparation. And then at a certain point, it's like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, you know, if they're going to get COVID, they're going to get COVID and we will deal with it. But I at least know that I have done what I can to prevent it or make it hopefully easier on them if they were to get it. So, Kesara that is actually tattooed on my foot. <laughs> my, um, tell you guys a little story. My grandma, who I was very, very, very close with, she used to sing that song to us all the time when we were little. And it always reminds me of her. When she passed away, I got that tattooed on my foot. It means whatever will be, will be. Words to live by. So I will say one positive about uh, Donald getting COVID is that he will finally be at home for a Thanksgiving <laughs> because his, <clears throat> so the restaurant that he works for, they're open on Thanksgiving. They do like a huge, it's a huge deal. Like it's like their busiest day of the year. Um, and I really, really hate that he's never home on Thanksgiving. Like, we've never celebrated a Thanksgiving day together since we've been together. <laughs> um, except for one. There was one. One year that we did because 
wasn't working for this company at that point. But I have like every year I always complain about him not being home on actual Thanksgiving. So I guess I get my wish this year and he gets to be home for Thanksgiving. It's just going to be a little different than we thought it would be. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm right now he is uh, banished to our basement just because I'm trying to limit me, Roman and Stella's exposure. Because as of today, we all three tested negative. Now that could change by tomorrow, but as of now, we're still negative. So I'm going to um, try and keep him kind of separate from us for the time being. So I don't know. It should be an interesting Thanksgiving this year. I will say it's kind of a little nice to like know that we can just kind of stay put for Thanksgiving um, because the holidays are always so chaotic just because we're celebrating with my family and then we're celebrating with Donald's family and then we're like, it, it's just like a lot of <laughs> celebrating, which don't get me wrong. We love to be with our families, but um. I don't know, something about the holidays. It's just like, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. That's actually what I was going to <laughs> talk about this episode. I was going to talk about the holidays and because they are all upcoming here and what it's like to be a special needs parent during the holidays and um, how we have a lot of emotions around that time. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely feel a lot of a lot of grief, a lot of sadness, also a lot of joy because you know grief and joy can coexist together. But I think I'm going to save that for maybe the next episode. We'll get into that, but I I really just wanted to kind of fill you guys in on what has been happening here and really just here to remind everyone that no matter how hard we try to control all aspects of our children's health and keep them as safe as possible, there are just some things that are just out of our control. And I'm not saying to not take precautions for your medically complex children. Um, but I'm saying uh, when it gets at a certain point, you've done all you can do. So um, with that, I think I am going to wrap up this episode because I got to go start the kids pumps. And yeah, I'm pretty much a single mom in it for the time being. <laughs> so I'm going to need all the rest I can get. And it's getting a little late. So I will leave you guys here and I hope everyone has a really, really happy Thanksgiving and I will see you all next week when we are all going to be just a couple pounds heavier. <laughs> Bye. Bye.